0: Hi everybody, this is Will and Eric, and welcome to Becoming a Task Ruler, the show about what it takes to become successful entrepreneurs for people with very little money, no experience, or friends in high places. Learn from our mistakes, benefit from our success, and walk away with a better chance of making your own dreams come true. Today we are deciding to talk about security. Um... I know, right? Sit back in your chair. This is going to be a gripping uh, episode here.
1: Well, I mean, Um, security is a pretty big theme uh, in today's age with it becoming more and more the reason why companies are um, in the spotlight.
0: That's right. You know, um, this is a side of IT and um, technology that has, been in the limelight uh, for the past couple of years now, whereas before people didn't care and know so much about it. Um, and as time went on, things got worse. people or companies you know went down due to security and money was lost. and so now there has been this big boon um, this past decade of security measurements and having it be in part of disaster recovery processes and whatnot. So uh, although this may not be something in the forefront of your mind, it's something that definitely uh, you will need to think about and implement if you're starting a business or if you're listening, um, you know, like you're working with a current company and there are some things that they are or aren't doing. Um, So Let's get into it. Um, So I guess the easiest thing to start out with is passwords. Um, Yeah, we're starting basic because again, there's some people out there that really take their security for granted. I can guarantee that there's a good handful of our users that use the same password for a lot of their personal stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I can almost guarantee that that password is a variation of their kids' names, years that they were born, their month and year, their school mascot, um, the, you know, password one type things that can be easily guessed. Uh, and I understand people are going to be like, well, how am I going to remember all of these passwords? You know, like it's, it's a password for everything. Uh, it's, Don't I, think, I mean, think about it this way. Um, you have one key to get into your house. And imagine someone took that. They have access to damn near everything in your house. That's the same thing as your password, where if you're using one password, even if it's just a variation of that same password, once they can get into one area, it's only a matter of time that they'll be able to get into another one. So there are a lot of measures that the average person can put in place to not make this happen. So think about it, you are forever around your phone, a tablet, a laptop, some type of device that has that you are forever attached to. Um, nowadays, we can't leave our house without our phone. It's unheard of. I mean, I can because I don't really necessarily care and I'm not that attached to my phone, but uh, there are quite a few people out there that this is their lifeline. So imagine someone being able to get into your phone and just access all of that stuff. So we'll get into how to take care of mobile devices later on, but in password, uh, since we're talking about passwords, some of the things that you can do uh, is Google And, well, Google Chrome and Firefox have a built-in password generator that you can use uh, for any and all of your account access to anything. Um, And once it's saved, you will never have to remember it again. Now, the kicker in this situation is that there is a master password And that master password needs to be ironclad, not something so simple um, that someone can find out. Because again, that is your key. Once they get in, they're going to have access to everything. So if you implement something like that in your business or in your personal life, the only thing you'll have to remember is one password. And we don't have to do random characters anymore or make up a a word using symbols and stuff like that technology has gotten more advanced to the point where you can use phrases and use spaces so you can you can legitimately put um let's see let me think of something kiss my black ass you son of a bitch you know something like that as a password and it would work. Um, It's not obscure. It can be something that you say on a daily basis. It can be a quote from a movie or or a a chorus line from uh, your favorite music. It literally could be anything. The more characters you add, the more secure it'll be. It
1: doesn't have to have special characters. You don't have to uh, change the S to a dollar sign or anything. No, if you being long mm is enough for security.
0: Yes, as long as it's long enough, um, like you can literally type out a sentence, um, and that would be perfect because there's spaces involved, and although the sentence or the phrase makes sense to you, it is so obscure in. Like when you think about it from a bigger picture, that in order for a system or a bot or a person to put these words together, it'll take them like centuries, even more than that, probably trillions of years to, to crack it.
1: Hmm.
0: So it has gotten to the point where it's something that you can easily remember, but in the tech world, it's hard for them to crack.
1: Okay so, okay. so let me get this straight. Okay. All I have to do to secure my life, my banking information, like um, routing numbers and all that stuff, you know, the really important things in my life, uh, different accounts, um, credit cards, you name it. All I have to do is use my browser's password tool to auto generate a password for those different logins. Mm-hmm. And have all those passwords saved in a password management tool, like the one that comes with my browser. Yep. But to secure all those passwords, all I need to remember is one long sentence.
0: Yes, that's absolutely why isn't what everybody
1: it is? doing this? This is so easy.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's mainly because. Uh, It was embedded in them that they need to come up with a password. And, you know, years ago, it was just that, you know, like one, like one word with no spaces that you needed, you know, special characters and uppercase and lowercase and stuff for. Um, That's still required in some areas.
1: Yeah, like websites force you to come up with passwords like that. Right. All that's still necessary, Right.
0: It is still necessary because um, it's almost, I I hate saying this, but you can't really fix stupid. Uh, There are some people out there that know or don't know that this is what they need to do to secure their assets. Um, But if we leave it up to them, then it wouldn't get done. So we have to force them come up with this in order to use this application or gain access to their information. So uh, there are still quite a few companies out there uh, that follow that uh, procedure still. And it's absolutely fine. It's not like it's obsolete or anything. Um, It's more so to help you with security.
1: But me as a human, if I have to remember a password to secure one, it's a whole lot easier to remember a sentence than it is to remember exclamation at symbol dollar sign period you know like all that stuff that's yeah stuff. that's why nobody no, i know those passwords because they're impossible to remember
0: yeah i mean absolutely i i um have about have a good 20 passwords that i can remember off the top of my head and then after that it gets blurry Um, But that's genuinely because I am in the Mm -hmm. IT industry. And so there are passwords that I need to remember in order to access certain parts of our infrastructure and my job's infrastructure, you know. Um, But using a passphrase for me is fun because it can be something completely idiotic and I will remember it. Mm-hmm. Every single time.
1: Yeah, it could you be know? a from a favorite book or a quote from a movie, like you said. Like it could be yep. something deeply personal to you, mm-hmm. but something that would be hard for someone else to guess and even harder for a bot to try and figure out.
0: Right. And so uh, when we release this, I will uh, add on there a password checker where you can. Put in your password and it doesn't save it. You can just put in the password and it'll tell you how long it will take for a person or a bot to crack it. Um,
1: I will settle for no less than 20,000 years. I'm sorry? I will settle for no less than 20,000 years.
0: 20,000 years. Uh, And that's on the low end. Some of the (laughs) passwords, yeah, some of the passwords that I have won't get cracked until like trillions of years.
1: Yikes. Wow.
0: Yeah. You know, so that's how I know I have a good password. Um, You know, so it's something that's easy to implement. It's something easy for you to remember. Uh, It's probably the, one of the best ways right now, the average person can secure their assets. Um, And so, you mentioned a little bit ago about a password management tool. Uh, yes, Google, even Internet Explorer, you know, God uh, rest uh, its soul, Firefox, uh, Safari, all of these have built-in password generators, and then they save your passwords as well.
1: How secure there are, are they, though? So
0: again, those are as secure as your uh, master password. And the great thing also about um, those companies is that they put millions of dollars in their infrastructure to secure your information. If somebody was to get anything in regards to your information, it was most likely because of a sucky password that the person put in. Um, or has for their master password. Um, The great thing, the other great thing about these companies is that their level of encryption is ridiculous. So even if they were to get hacked some way, somehow, there's still millions of layers of security built behind their encryption that by time anyone is able to even understand what they're looking at, it's already too late. Like they've already fixed it and they've already resecured it and good luck getting back into it. Now, of course there are some great people out there, some one-offs and stuff like that. But generally speaking, uh, these companies pour millions of dollars into their security infrastructure because they don't wanna be sued. So uh, it's, it's a great tool to use solely on that purpose. Um, but there are other applications as well that are standalones uh, that act in the same uh, regard. Like Eric and I use two of them. We use LastPass and we use another one called 1Password. Mm-hmm. And both of these are password management tools where Uh, You store all of your information in a vault. And the great thing about these tools is it's not only for passwords, but you can store things like your credit card information in them, license information for the softwares and stuff that you have access to, notes, important notes with, you know, even other passwords and stuff on them. And if you have these applications installed on your laptop or your phone, they integrate with the browser that you're using. So if you come up with, you know, if you go to bankofamerica.com and, you know, you click on the login field, that application would recognize that, hey, this is where that password, the username and password is going to go and it'll put it in there for you.
1: Um, I literally don't have to do anything. As soon as I go to a website, even when I haven't been to in months, Mm-hmm. As soon as I land on the page, it just automatically puts in my username and password, and all I have to do is click the login button. Like, how easy is that?
0: Yep. You know, and again, it's it boils down to you remembering just one password. Like, yeah, you have to get into your computer. Um, so you'll remember a password for that. But for your password management tool, you'll have to remember your. If you're using a browser, you'll have to remember your Apple Gmail or Firefox login um, password. Um, or if you're using one of the password manager tools, you'll just have to remember that, and you're in.
1: And it, it works across all your devices. So if you save something on your tablet um, and then later on you revisit that website on your mobile device, you can put in the password using LastPass and it's just automatically there for you it just makes life a whole lot easier and you only you only have to really remember one good sentence Mm -hmm. or um, whatever your strong password is and that's it the rest of it is just taken care of for you and the tool is free so I recommend LastPass to all my clients because whenever I see my clients struggling to find a password, or worse, they look for a Word document on their computer with a list of their passwords, never do that. Oh God, Oh, I know there's there's
0: someone at my job now that has all their passwords on a notepad, like Freezing. a physical notepad, and they don't <laughs> lock it
1: up. It's It's like you're looking for a simple solution and it's, right there it's called last pass i guarantee you if you just make the account, just give it a shot you will never go back to doing things the old way ever again
0: yeah i mean and and the great thing is that some people uh like uh, google and apple have basically integrated you know things like that into people's daily lives when they uh come up with new logins and stuff like that. They'll have a pop-up that generates a password for them. Would you like to use this? And you can just click on it and there you go, it's done. Um, so again, I understand that it's very hard to remember all these passwords, but now the world is set to where you don't have to. Um, and and believe it or not, Eric, there's a lot of people that hesitate uh, how do I say this? They hesitate accepting
1: the cloud infrastructure. You know what I mean? Like that, that whole, everything's online
0: and, you know, secure and whatnot. People feel more secure when they have it in their hand or it's money in their mattress uh, or something tangible that they're holding onto. They feel like that's the most secure, but it actually, it's it's not. like I said about 10 minutes ago, that these companies pour millions and millions of dollars into their security infrastructure. And let's face it, not a lot of us have those level of resources. So would I want to place my infrastructure in my hands, knowing that I have a limited dollar amount and have to get creative or not do things at all? Or would I put it in the hands of a company that specializes in this thing? Um, there's a debate back and forth on that online, on Reddit and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it totally depends on preference, but in my opinion, I hand it off to the professionals. Yeah. I will absolutely pay $3 a month to not have to worry about storing passwords or remembering them and stuff like that. It is well worth it. Yeah.
1: All right. So we talked about personal security. And, you know, a lot of this cybersecurity is people related. Um, yes. You know, the people are at the center of, of all of it. Uh, just like in business, uh, it, it's all about people. Um, so security is no different. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about. What cyber attacks look like today? Because in my mind, and, you know, and probably a lot of other people's mind, I'm envisioning something out of the 80s, like war games, somebody behind a computer just mm-hmm. slamming away at the keyboard, trying to get into the infrastructure. And maybe it's still like that today, but what does what um you know the cyber attack really like in today's age?
0: <laughs> um You know, honestly, it's a mix still between people at keyboards and um, emulators and and, uh, software that people build to do brute force attacks. Um, There are people out there who are doing uh, social networking By calling people and texting them saying that your warranty is out of date or there's something going on with your your computer and that it has a virus and all this other stuff. Um, So it has to have, I think, different functions. There isn't just one way anymore to, to deal with cybersecurity. Now, if you're talking about, you know, on a government level, that like, quantum computing and all that stuff. I mean, it gets ridiculous at that level, uh, as far as right. security goes, because they have to be on the lookout all the time. Okay. Now, for your average business, not so much. As a matter of fact, probably 10% less than that.
1: So what about um, me as a small business owner? I run a marketing agency, and you know, my whole business is online. I have various accounts. I have documents and everything all in the cloud? Like, Is there anything I should be doing to ensure that my company never becomes a victim to something like um, ransomware? So as far
0: as devices go, you need to make sure that you have a decent firewall. Um, device to help with that and it could be uh, palo alto is my favorite uh, in that regard mm-hmm. palo alto p-a-l-o
1: <laughs> is it software a device or
0: it's a device so <clears throat> um so if you're doing like a small business like there are actually quite a few options so um, the two main ones is you know having a physical firewall in your facility, or you could have it cloud-based where everything goes through the cloud as far as your firewall goes. What the firewall does is basically um, you you have to program it to accept incoming uh, and outgoing traffic. And you can go in there and basically say, yeah, we want this, no, we don't want that. And if anything, that comes in that you don't want, the firewall automatically blocks it off. Um, this also goes for uh, social media uh, and streaming. Like you can cut all of that off at the firewall so people aren't abusing that or it's not coming in kind of thing. Um, so I would highly suggest looking into some kind of firewall infrastructure. Um, That might be a little too much for mom and pop places. I don't think that you need that. Um, The best thing to do at their level is find a good wireless router. Um, Preferably Linksys, Asus. Um, You can use a wireless router that comes with your internet service provider. Those are pretty sound as well. I don't like those personally because they restrict me from doing any kind of um, altercation, altering, altercation, altering of um, my router, but they're pretty sound. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the router level, make sure you have a good wireless password password. that can be a passphrase as well. Um, there's also guest pass. I mean there's a guest wireless that the majority of the routers out there have that you can turn on and turn off. Um, I always turn it off because I'm, I don't want anyone on my network without knowing. Um, and I have three different, networks i have a network for my business i have a network for my personal stuff and i have a network for my son noah because he likes to click on things and things happen in that computer i don't want on my network
1: (laughs) okay interesting yeah you know an episode on how to set that up because i'm sure a lot of families would love to know how to create uh, a network that is segmented that way? Yeah, I mean
0: it. It is. It's pretty simple. Um, you, you don't have to be like an IT guru to do it. You will need to know how to get into it, and you know, kind of what you're doing. But um, all all people need is a step by step to secure their their home or their small business easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are many things that we can do or that we can talk about when it comes to security, but I really wanted to focus on passwords, the password management, and some devices that could help you um, in your day-to-day, especially if you're an entrepreneur a business owner um, that works from home or has his or her own shop. Um, these devices and making sure that your passwords are on the up and up could be literally the line that defends your whole entire infrastructure. So my the best saying that I have in regards to all of this is that you are strong as your weakest link. You can put millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars into your infrastructure for security, but if your password sucks, then there was no point in doing that.
1: Or even if the employee's password sucks, like you could be doing everything right, but if somebody on your team is falling behind in a certain way, then that would be the weak link in the chain that hackers need.
0: Absolutely, you know, like um, the funny, it's funny that you mentioned that because the weakest links are normally the people of power in management, like, the CEO, or, um, you know, the, the vice president or a manager, they're the ones that have the access that these hackers are looking for, and they click on things, or they have just a crappy ass password, and then that's how they're able to get in and destroy an entire infrastructure, you know, so... It's absolutely true when I say that you are as strong as your weakest password, so you cannot be the only one that abides by this rule. yeah, Everyone that is working for you or that you work with also has to do the same. Yeah. Failure to do so it's it's almost pointless,
1: yeah, that reminds me of a local urgent care clinic here,. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they see a lot of patients day in and day out, but suddenly on a random day, every nurse was locked out of their laptop. Nobody could log in and they couldn't figure out why. Comes to find <laughs> out that they were hacked and there was somebody holding all that information ransom and they were asking $20 million for Access to all that information. Now, mind you, this is a huge clinic in the city, and it's it's a lot of really um, important data about patients, and you know they just couldn't go on without it. So after a few days, the the nurses suddenly had access to their infrastructure again, um, and they didn't really mention why, but we we all know they they paid that twenty million.
0: Yeah, I mean. it's things like that that um you know companies panic about that they get themselves into that they could have easily avoided if they put simple procedures in to protect themselves now granted yeah depending on the type of company you are there are more there's going to be more infrastructure that you're going to need in order to secure your assets but as far as being a mom and pop, you don't really need that much. Um, and if Work a, with your current service provider, your internet service provider, talk to them about it. And the things that we talked about in this podcast, you can implement yourself. And it's literally that easy. And you can train your employees to do the same thing.
1: Yeah. And if you're a business owner like myself, you should definitely be using LastPass because I make all my team members use it. So that I know they're using some kind of password management tool and the bonus is that I can actually share my passwords with them so at any given moment I can revoke access to a certain tool just by simply changing the password or removing that that share shares passes password with that person Mm -hmm. so it makes it a lot easier to manage access and permissions to things
0: right you know, so there's very secure ways to share passwords. Um, we are actually working with a client now, um, Eric and I, installing Google Workspace and having to work with them to secure their infrastructure once we get it in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so there's there's a lot going on out there that you need to be privy to, and protect yourself from it so if nothing else if you don't take anything out of this take just one thing create a funny ass password just create a funny ass password you're just gonna you're gonna remember it I remember mine like it, it's nothing you know because I laugh almost every time I put it in there are some that I that are memorable to me because they mean something and they're just sentences, you know? So take the time to think about your passwords and the, the ones that you can improve and start changing it up, you know, be more secure. All right, great. Okay, uh, so with that being said, I believe we reached the end. Um, tune in next week at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And what are we talking about next week, Eric?
1: Mm, It's going to be a surprise. I'm not really sure, but uh, definitely tune in because I'm sure we'll come up with something good.
0: So tune in next week at 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to support our journey, please share and follow us on all social media accounts. Just look for Tash And if you're interested in learning about TaskRuler and how we can help you make, market, and manage your business, head over to Tasruler.com and sign up for
1: a 14-day trial. Also, our first 300 subscribers are eligible to become a founding member, which comes with lifetime benefits, exclusive offers, and best of all, your rate never changes no matter how much we grow.
0: Well, thanks for listening to Becoming a TaskRuler. Once again, I'm William Freitz.
1: And I'm Eric Alves.